KIW iRadio 76 proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? Interesting as it all goes, if you want to call a phone number and get some kind of lawn service, guess who you can also call? You can also call Todd Singer, Tom, of Drag Races of Michigan, which we were calling. And we knew he was there somewhere. However, he was already handing out Halloween candy because that's what they do up there. Hiya, Todd. How you doing, John? Dandy. All right. I'm glad that you're here. I'm talking about which, yeah, you better get your translations ready, but these are basically... <laughs> Uh, if, if you can figure out Russian and Moroccan, you're there. I got it. Um, <laughs> talk about got it. All right, so here is almost the end of the drag racing season for 2021. You know, uh, anything new? <laughs> um, In Michigan? No. Well, I mean, what a year, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what we were going to say. It's like for everything that was going around, this was probably the most eventful year in the state of Michigan, you know, yeah. for, for stuff going on. Well, you know, it started out, you know, everybody was nervous about the Lapeer and the Onondagas and the Myland, and, it, it, you know, it drug out, and then all of a sudden, here comes Onondaga. That just comes on like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lapeer's going like crazy, other, you know, just on the weekends anyway. And Mylan's bought, now that's going to take off. So what started out to be kind of, man, what's this going to be like, um, finished on a pretty strong note. Yeah, because that's what we are looking at too, because we, we were seeing that um, with, I, I would say, and, and we've said it many, many times on this show, if it wasn't for Mylan, Onondaga would be the story of the year. Definitely. Because with everything that we're seeing, um, like racetracks, drag racetracks all around he, all around the United States closing, and big ones closing, yes. to have one open, I mean, come out of the sky blue, because nobody saw that one coming. And then all of a sudden, nope. bang, 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 go. No. And, and if you think about it, I mean, we've gained one. We've lost nothing. Yeah, you know, and like you said, with with the other states losing their tracks, and and I don't know if it was just people in the area losing interest or not having the big events like they want, so they go to the bigger events and and leave the the smaller tracks alone, you know, just to flounder. Uh, I don't know what it was, but uh, Michigan seems to be just just kicking butt. Yeah, I mean, as many times as folks from Michigan would look at other states, you know, and go, gosh, man, I wish we had something like that. Yep. You know, I mean, there is, it's surprising how many tracks are in Ohio. Yes. You know, and how many, and how many NHRA tracks are in Ohio? How many tracks are in Indiana? You know, that to me is amazing. And how many people will travel from Michigan to go down to these states on a regular basis? Yes, they do, and and they love it. You know, they love it. They love the travel. Uh, they love the camaraderie, uh, all the friendships that they make. Uh, it's you know, it, it's it's really cool. You know, the thing is, I think we saw it on your Facebook page today. I believe that's where we saw it with the one with uh, the stuff going on at Mid Michigan. Yeah, putting new uh, putting new roofs on, uh, working on uh, the burnout boxes. I mean, you know. You would think, 
I mean, these these tracks have they've all been doing updating, mm-hmm. and you and you think that there would come a time where they'd say, you know what, this year we're just gonna lay low. We've we've done our <laughs> updating, you know, and, and and we're just gonna take this year off, relax, enjoy the off season. Yeah. No, you've got roofs and burnout boxes. You've got northern, uh, you know, pouring cement out there, and and Nick with his lights and. And Onondaga's picking up and going, and Bill with his Lapeer one third. You know what I mean? It's just, it just, it's, it's like it's an ongoing thing. These guys are just like, we got to keep going. There's no, there's no off to these guys. It's just, what are we going to do next? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they're looking at the next guy and they're going, man, if we don't step it up, they will. Yep. You know, and we'll get smoked in the box. And the the wild thing is too, you take a look at. Have you been you've been down to uh, tracks in Ohio, correct? I have not. What? I have not. I'm t- I'm too busy. So, I can't hardly make the tracks in Michigan. So when you <laughs> went to the track in Ohio, <laughs> yes, yes. Now I remember. <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> oh, that. Thank track. you for refreshing my memory. <laughs> Oh, oh, that track! You mean that yeah. Ohio track? Yeah, yeah. dang it! I didn't. Th- I, we got kind of lost yeah. in the translation. There, there you go. I'm sorry. I thought you said, "Oh, uh, yeah." I mean, the track you ran in your low threes in. <laughs> yeah, that track. It, it is amazing. Once you go down there to an Ohio track, they have. I think they got like seven or eight tracks down there too, and, and I mean, they got like we said, they got the Big Daddy, of course. Yep. You know, but th- then they have. You know, the Beatles and Rolling Stones kind of thing between Norwalk and, and Dragway 42, you know, which Dragway 42 is just a blast to go to, you know, which is kind of amazing because drag strips aren't normally a blast to go to if you're not racing, you know, but they, there's a, there's a different aura around uh, Ohio tracks than up here. And that's kind of cool. I'll take that because Michigan tracks have their own little feel to it. And if you take a, a look at mid-Michigan, mid-Michigan is probably one of the, the most um, quietest surprises that we have. It, it's probably one of the nicest gems in Michigan. The th- cool thing about Mike Ledford is that he will take his profits and put it right back in the track. Yeah. You know, as opposed to either becoming like uber rich like yourself or, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is, it, and he doesn't hesitate. Him and Mary Joe, you know, it's like you know, it, last year it was putting in the cement. I do believe, yep. you know, for the retaining walls, and that one place that you showed today on, on your site, you know, where they're putting the roof on that old concession building. I mean, that yep. thing I think has been dormant for a couple of years, or if, I believe so. I don't believe. I don't think we saw too much stuff going on there. I, yeah, I don't know what they do in there, to, tell you, to be honest with you. Yeah, but they're expanding. Yeah, but yes. if you can use those buildings, then you have a reason to do so. And if, right. And I think they redid their staging area, too. Yes, I believe they repaved all that, restriped it. Uh, like you say, I haven't been there this year, um, but, well, I did go there once, but um, it's it's just... <laughs> It, it looks like it's longer, it's wider, yeah. and maybe it's just because of the new black top and the yellow stripes, uh, but it looks nice. 
The whole track looks nice. I mean, anybody that goes to Mid Michigan, I think, is going to. I mean, they were our track to watch two years ago mm-hmm. because so much. It's it's the bones are all there, you know, and it's a clean track. It's run extremely well. You know, you got enough room. I mean, traditionally speaking, that's a big, big uh, area to go. You know, to to set up camp. Yep, and the thing I like about Mid Michigan, and and like I say, it's 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 not good on my part that I don't visit the tracks, the other tracks, as often as as I should. But when you go up there for the, just the bracket racing, it's just it's it's a constant movement. Mm-hmm. You know, they yep. zip them through. There's not a lot of downtime and and guys sitting in the pits twiddling their thumbs waiting to be called again you know everything's kind of kind of rolling and i'm not saying that the rest of the tracks don't do that i'm quite sure. sure they they all move real well on their programs it's just it's it's nice when you don't have you know the half hour 45 minutes you know from the last group to the next group you know especially when you've got all your stuff done you're just sitting there you're ready to go yeah, there, there's so and even for the spectators also. Yeah. You know, because if you have to do, I mean, even horse racing, figure it out. If you give folks only 10 minutes in between races, you know, then yeah. they can go get their Pepsi and come back. Yeah. When you have, you're right, 20, 25 minutes between rounds, and it's like, you know, here's your, your semis, and then here's <laughs> your, you know, elimination and then here's your you know in an hour you'll see four races yeah you know and and if you're out in the sun and there's not a lot of air conditioning out in any of the tracks in michigan (laughs) you know mother nature doesn't show that kind of favoritism usually in the middle of summer so no no especially up here but you know you're absolutely right when you take a look at what ubley's doing ubley brings in cement walls you know, they got the lights, and they actually ran the lights. Now, that's – I don't know if, if you notice this with the Genoic family, Nick. It, it it seems like they wait until they absolutely have all the stuff in-house, and then they open the door and went, ta-da, as opposed to saying, you know what, we're getting this year, and everyone's going, well, where is it? <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden they surprise you. I mean, when they surprised by doing uh, concrete a couple of years ago. Where did yeah. that come from? Exactly. It's like, you know, you, you you hear just a mention of it, but nothing, you know, it's he kind of wants to keep it quiet and stuff like that. All of a sudden, boom, the lights are up. It's like, all right, Nick, you know? Yeah. And boom, the cement walls are up. It's like, all right. Yeah, you know? because now, how does that open that track up? You know, because some of the knock was, well, we don't do steel. You know, they won't do steel yeah. re- retaining walls for whatever reason, yet you got these wild people over at Onondaga, and they're not running grocery carts over there. I mean, they're running some serious... If you saw the stuff that they were running last weekend, holy crumb. Yeah. How did you guys even... I mean, a lot of these people are coming from out of state, Todd, and I I didn't even know where Onondaga was without a map. Where did these guys hear it from? Years ago, when we visited that track, when the original, when the first owner was there, um, the one that had uh, unfortunately passed away, mm. I mean, that was, it was in the middle of nowhere. And I kind of live in the middle of nowhere. So <laughs> so when I kind of mentioned that, it's in, it was. It was in the middle of nowhere. And it's like, you know, their, their vision was was spot on it's just 
you know, there were other issues and, and thank God everything got through that. They're open, they're running. Um, and it turned out to be pretty good. I, I see a lot of good stuff on Onondaga. Yeah, and now everyone's going, all right, now what you're going to do? Because you normally would say, okay, for a track that hasn't been open for years, you better put down a new fresh topping or something, you know, because that track isn't going to be uh, Norwalk. Right. You know, but yet has, you know, Woody Sloan, and those friends over there, Clyde and Levi and those gentlemen, have they found their niche? You know, I mean, all of a sudden, the pour-your-own-puddle guys, you know, the no-prep guys, I mean, that place was packed with hardly any kind of advertisement or anything going on. I mean, you can't get people. They had down to the point where they had to split the pot because they ran out of, out of uh, light. There was no lights on the track to run the last race. <laughs> well, that that can be a good thing. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, but absolutely. It, it's it's surprising what word of mouth does. Oh yeah, you know, doesn't it doesn't always have to be you know social media or advertising. Word of mouth is is always is always a top notch way to get word around as well. Well, I think everybody kind of feels for for Onondaga, you know, and or or they're just like happy to see it back. Yeah. You know, and so, but there's a vibe about that track, too. You know, there's a real hometowny, real hometowny, because that thing is almost stripped down to the essentials. Here's to the track. Yeah. You know, there's Here, no Ferris wheel there. There's no restaurant there. There's the there's the staging lanes. There's the burnout box. There's the lights. And make sure when you get way down there to the other end, turn. Turn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and turn quick you know well you know it's what's really amazed me is and and kudos to you guys mm. uh the traveling that you've done this year mm. i mean you you guys have done a fantastic job going to these tracks announcing uh posting it up um you uh, ckiw's helping out a ton this year they've done you guys done a fantastic job Evidently, when you were down in Ohio, you picked up that check we left for you. Yeah, well, maybe next year. Maybe next year we'll get another zero or something on it. We'll see what we can do. But. For, saying, for saying those nice things. There you go. Thanks for the payment, son. All right. But no, I, I've, been, I've been waiting to say that. And uh, no, uh, kudos to you guys. You've done a real, not that you haven't in the past, but this year you've, You've really outdone yourself, and, and we can't wait to see what happens next year. Yeah, see, that's kind of what we're doing, too, because now, and thanks for bringing that up, because now we're we're um, we're doing our tests and tunes with video. So mm. not, not only are you hearing us, but we, got, we bought a couple of 4K cameras, and we just got some more equipment Sunday, and we're going to be trying that out, too. So not only will we be broadcasting it, but you'll be able, as far as we know, you'll be able to see everything while you can still hear the announcement on the track and it's going to be free for everybody you know because uh, we've we've seen some of the stuff where you know folks were, were charging like 200 300 bucks for x number of races a year but yeah. i'm not sitting down in front of my computer you know for a whole national event maybe some folks are but i mean at 200 some bucks i mean it, it's worth it i mean there's a lot that goes into that for the folks who, who do what they do, but we just thought, you know, why? 
yeah, it, like you said, there's a lot of just just watch an HRA uh, race event on TV for four hours. No, you know what I mean? No, exactly. But I mean, thank God that's why I have a DVR. You know, because I could take that four hours, cut it down to about thirty-five minutes, forty minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I can see exactly what I wanted to see. Um, but you know what? Are you going to get an in-car cam and talk one of these guys about putting her on the dash? Have it already. Have a four K. There you go. Yeah, four K with the suction cup and yeah. There, there's the people are getting. Now that the track or track, now that the season is kind of winding up, people aren't as tight, you know. But yeah. it's kind of like we're walking as opposed to running right now because we want to get the cameras done because we brought them down to National Trail down in um, Ohio, and mm-hmm. and that was the first time our first experience that we had with the 4K cameras. Okay. But what we want to do is, if you put something in, matter of fact, we have uh, something. Doggone it, you kind of beat us to it. There was uh, Danny Glover. We did that with this year. We had a, a, a 4K camera on the outside and a 4K on the inside. And now that things for us are starting to slow down a little bit after the 31st, you know, we're, we're actually going to post that. Because even though GoPros are more prevalent now than they ever been, yeah. There is still something about seeing that smash between gears and that... Because people think, okay, and red and yellow and green, and away he goes, and we'll see you at. There's a lot of stuff going on inside that cab. The thing of it you can't under you you can't feel is when you let go of that trans brake. I mean, you can you can see everything moving and the guy shifting if he doesn't have a shifter and yeah. and doing all that stuff. But to, when you're sitting in there and you feel that thing put you back in the seat. And then you know it's a it's a total different feel. You're you're not going to see it on the camera, but it's 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 just when you have that view inside of there, it's it's so much neater than actually just watching you know the car go down the track. True. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that, that'll be cool. Yeah, I we think that's going to be neat because what we'll have to do is we'll have to capture afterward. Um, if we really lucked out next year, we may or may not, <laughs> depends how things go. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm really pushing for is for a 4k drone. Mm. Oh, you know, because yeah. we've seen some crazy stuff that drone people do. I mean, they get you almost right there at the burnout box and it's a total different look than what normal humans are, are used to because you're used to that NHRA Fox sport kind of. You know, here they are in the burnout box, and here's the two-second race, and thank yep. you very much. <laughs> now go get yourself a sandwich, yeah. and 25 <laughs> minutes later, we'll bring the second round up. <laughs> Dear NHRA, what is going on with you? <sighs> well, they're not into moving things along, that's for sure. No, they're not, but, I mean, what's happening is, as much as they're trying to show, you know, the big dollar classes... It's, I mean, everybody, especially us, and, and the feedback that we're getting from folks everywhere we go is the NHRA has become, for their TV shows, they've become too elitist, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, if you're showing me a guy with a million-dollar race team and a million-dollar trailer, and he only comes out when the sun is just right 
or he'll only get in for the race and then get back into the trailer, into the air-conditioned trailer, while all these guys with this machine shop uh, trailer and all that stuff that they have. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is about as far away from grassroots drag racing as you can get. And when you have a three-second race, especially on TV, if you show it from four different angles, it's still 12 seconds. Exactly. Exactly. And and we've always, you know, with with... In between the races, they show, you know, this guy interviewing this guy, this interview. You know what? Throw some sportsman classes in there. Bingo. Throw the, throw the stocks. Throw the super stocks in there. Throw the, the, the comp cars in there. You know, <laughs> throw some of that stuff in between. I don't want to listen to you talk, you know. I, I Give me two seconds of your talking. Give me five minutes more of this sportsman racing. Then you can go back to the dragster. Yeah, yeah, it's because I get it. You won. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's okay. That that didn't take much. Yeah. It, it's almost with all sports. You know, it's like the folks at the, the pitcher who won and they interview him. Okay, we get it. You won. Next. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not that difficult. And especially, you know, the NHRA guys, you know, because they only will, like, interview the fuelers or yeah. the um, or funny car guys. You know, yep. and you're going to get that same NASCAR speech. You know, oh look, Bob, you won, boy, you really did well. Yes, we did well in the Valvoline, uh, Mach Ford. Yeah. You know, and boy, our crew with Holman Moody and all. You know, it's like here we go. Yep. You know, it's I'm getting a commercial force fed into me. It's not like I'm going to say, what did he say? A Valvoline? Oh, you got to go out and get some. That doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I appreciate that. You just take a look at all the sponsorship that any, the NHRA had, you know. I yeah. mean, when we take a look at some of the stuff that we got here, and we'll be posting it soon, it's back, back in the day. You know, you had Coca-Cola having a whole ad campaign built around fuelers, built around yeah. drag racing. Yep. You did remember uh, the Winston. Yeah. You know, Winston was big. Um you know, obviously we all know why, where that went, but, um, yeah, it just it seems like they've kind of gotten away from, you know, remember the old open trailers? Yeah. You know, yeah, guys, yeah, guys, you know, wrenching with the cigars hanging out of their mouth and, and having a nice cold beer and, oh, wait, Fago, yeah. Fago Orange. Fe- Diet um, Orange, son. It's delicious <laughs> because it says so. Matter of fact, I got one right here. <laughs> delicious orange right there and it says genuine on the top like somebody was going to try to fake a diet orange figo you know like i wouldn't know the difference but yeah you're right I and mean, you got dick landy there with the cigar you know right yep. next to the nitromethane pit okay <laughs> you know and, and the funny thing is i posted a couple of these races where these guys are doing these uh you know, it would be like uh, Dick Landy and, um, oh, my God, Grumpy Jenkins. Sure. And just watching them do the dry hops and getting out and brooming the the track and, and, you know, going through their whole thing. And it's you're just sitting there watching the whole time. You know what I mean? It's just it's really cool to actually see the drivers get out. And what are they wearing? A T-shirt and a helmet. That much? Wow, must be a national yeah. event. T-shirt, helmet, and a stogie sticking out of his mouth. <laughs> While he's driving with a helmet on and no roll cage. Exactly. Exactly. Just like a Sunday drive to him. 
when we have um, Roger Lindemood, you know, of course, Randy's around here somewhere, but when you saw him win in 64 on drum breaks, you know, <laughs> it's like, what? And you take a look at these tires, you know, in the front, sir, were just the bias plies, and you're going, <laughs> uh, did you guys want any safety whatsoever? And, really, and guys? Time, yeah, and at, at the time, it was safe, and it was like, yeah, yeah I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. It's like, wow. Steel guardrails? Oh, what guardrails? Steel? <laughs> you high The only thing people? that's going to stop you is that field an acre away. You got all that room to roll and stop. Yeah, yeah, because if you really do take a look at somewhere where the like the Pomona and all that stuff was, well, even Detroit Dragway, you know, you, about a quarter mile, just keep going, son. You got, yeah. you know, the whole county here. Yeah. You know, yeah. the only thing that's going to stop you is Bessie over there by the hayfield. That's about hey, all. Please. Yeah, don't don't hit her. We're saving her for Christmas <laughs> meals. So try to aim away if if possible. It, it is. It really was amazing. As a matter of fact, and we were just talking about that with Onondaga. If you take the the top view, that thing is a huge long track. You know, I mean, from from staging area to the very end. I mean, if you prep that track, you know, whatever. That God, that that they could easily do quarter mile there. And that's, like I say, I, I, it was so many years that I was there, but that was one thing I noticed is once you got through the eighth mile, I mean, they, I, I looked to me like they had two, if not three, turnoffs. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So it was it was like, holy smokes, you could land a jet down here. Yeah, we walked it. And, and you know, we had to get the tow rope coming back because it was so <laughs> long. I think the sun was going down and the bears were coming out, and it's like, uh, we better get going. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a huge track. I would wonder, next to 131, you know, that's a, that's a question for one of our interns. What is the longest track in Michigan? You know, I mean, it's, uh, if you could use all of Onondaga, oh, man, if you could run quarter-mile events there, wow. Well, I, I guess that would be a toss-up between the three, uh, Milan, uh, 131, and yeah. Onondaga, yeah. as far as length goes. Yeah, I mean, like size matters, but it does in drag racing. Mm, you know. Don't. But then again, you take a look at these quarter mile tracks, and and what is one of the hottest classes right now, Todd? Is here comes the nostalgia classes. Yes, aren't they cool? Not only are they cool, but they go right back to the point that you just made just a few minutes ago. These guys still do the cigar. They still do the dry hops. They still, if you talk to every one of them, the gassers and everybody, they want to put on a show for the fans. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's what they did back in the day, and that's what they're bringing to the table today. They want they want that old nostalgia thing coming back. That people excited to go to the racetrack. Uh, like you said, there's nothing better than listening to a, a a stick shift car jamming gears all the way down the track. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Which means I'm sure you'll be buying that '67 Barracuda any times now. Uh, <laughs> we're still trying to get over the other ones. <laughs> we're still trying to get over the other one. You know, the, the, the wild thing is, when you see these guys, I mean, they bring out these cars, and a lot of these folks, and there's a ton 
of clubs that are out there, mm-hmm. you know, a nostalgia class folks. And you saw them, I mean, they had them at 42, and they have them at, at Norwalk with the um, uh, whatever nostalgia job there, Blue, Blue Suede Cruise there. Oh. You know, okay. Don Moyer puts on a hell of a job all around there. I mean, they, they even had that one that, that you and I were at at Milan. Look how packed, Todd, that place was yep. in a COVID year. Yep. And and I hate to tell you, but my favorite part of that whole race is when they shut those staging lanes down and made those guys drive down the track. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, we- you know, these, you know, the guys got to drive down there, calm, cool, and collected, shaking, you know, waving their hands out there, and the fans are all going nuts. The windows are rolled down, and, and that was cool. I mean, that... Actually, that should be that should be somehow part of almost every event if somehow they could do it. You know, yeah, because it's easy for us to say okay, right? You know, because we talked to Steve Tomosik about that, and we said, you know, almost exactly what you said. That was the most exciting things when people got off the seats and jumped up, and when they saw their favorite Camaro or their favorite Thunderbird or whatever go by they didn't know these people but they recognized the car and in drag racing for fans that's two-thirds of the way home is recognition you know to be able to take a look at that car to recognize that and to identify with that oh look at that barracuda i had one of those or Mm -hmm. look at that mustang you know my dad bought one of those or i bought one of those depending on which way you look at it you know, yep. that was the whole nine. And when those people, when those cards went down, and, and Steve clearly admits we, we couldn't make them turn around. So, I mean, it was kind of like not a goof, but it was kind of like something that, that they couldn't figure out any other way to do it. It was genius. And it, and it turned out to be a, a, a positive. Uh, everybody loved it. And so, you know, like I said, just to run them down there it doesn't take that long. You know, to, to zip them down there, you know, show. But like I say, you know, these guys put a lot of time and money into their vehicles. So I don't know how much wear and tear it puts on them because a lot of them, you know, they don't start these things until they absolutely have to. Um, not all, but some. So I don't know how all the drivers would fare to it, but every one that I've seen looked pretty excited. Yeah, and you know, you're right, but these guys want to put on the show these yep. guys i think if you ask every one of them down all the way down you know to the, to the johnny rod i mean these guys would actually probably if they could lift their wheels for you during this parade lap yes. you know i mean they would love to give you the smoky burnouts i mean all the way down to the geriatric racing guys you know <laughs> i mean yeah. they do like they want to be there they want to entertain you which is so counterintuitive to some of the classes in drag racing you know, when it's it's all about us, it's all about the money, it's all about what's in the white envelope, you know, it's all about this, that, and the other thing. Yet in these guys, and I don't know, have you seen, when, when you've looked around, you know, I was going to say when you went to the tracks, but um, <laughs> a lot of the nostalgia guys are, probably don't have their original hair color. No. You know, <laughs> To be to be nice about it, you know, and so I wonder if they think, you know, let's put on a show. It's not a matter, you know, at, at this point in life, if we win that, you know, five hundred dollars or that hundred fifty dollars or that T-shirt and and a box of Snickers, right? You know, does it really matter? But 
the the brilliant thing about what you said too about that parade lap about bringing everybody down if you're a fan you get to see everything there is an overview and you'll go look at that s10 that green one that blue one that's what i'm gonna root for that when that guy comes up back up or or look it's a that grumpy toy uh knockoff car you know that was one of my favorites i'm gonna wait for him and a lot of them had their helmets off so you can actually put a face to that car so if you decide to go into the pits you know who the driver is and the nice thing about it is you could walk up to any of those guys in the pits. Yeah. And they were more than happy to talk to you. Yeah, and the cool thing is with the nostalgia drags, that brought gentlemen and ladies who may be slightly over 45 years old, mm-hmm. you know, and their grandkids, and they get to point out and say, oh, look, you know, I, Grandpa had one of these or Dad had one of these or... Or can, you know, little Bobby here sit in your, uh, you know, 40 willies and get yeah. a picture? The old, uh, I can remember when. Yeah, and you know what? That's okay, because if that kickstarts a warm fuzzy for you, you, Mr. Fan, will be back. That means your $20 or your $40 goes to help this track run, unless you're like the previous regime of Milan. <laughs> you know? But, so how do you think that one's going to turn out next year? <sighs> well, if we can... That's the million-dollar question right there. I don't know the fellas that got it. You know a lot more about that than I do. So I was kind of curious as to what you guys thought was going to happen there. Well, since someone's listening and it's just me and you here... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just like two buddies on the back porch. That's right, two have Dutch a, uncles, baby. Diet orange. That's right. It's delicious. It says so. It's diet genuine fago <laughs> delicious soda pop with other natural flavors. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is just our opinions. Yeah. Subsequently, though, there is a hundred thirty megaton of potassium in this little guy, but there's no sugar and sodium's only forty five mg. So. You can have a heart attack in only two or three of these things. <laughs> Sweet. Drink. There's something to look forward to. <laughs> Can't get what that with Pepsi. Like, well, I'm going to have three diet oranges, and I'm going to the hospital. Hell yeah. No, you won't. No, because Fago actually takes years off of you. You know, they would. Really? Oh, hell yeah. They would give diet Fago orange to, like, old folks in Siberia. You know, the old wrinkled up face and stuff, and they come out looking like Raquel Welch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so when why, do we buy our tickets? Why the hell do you think I drink this stuff for? <laughs> <laughs> you think, yeah, for your health. <laughs> See? See what I mean? It goes good with any occasion and with any meat or fish, you know? I mean, you, <laughs> your friends and relatives would be more than happy to show up when you see this on the table for Thanksgiving. You know? All right, enough about your, your orange pop. Shut up. We I have 10 more Ten more seconds, and I would have got the deal from these guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting on a whole lot of different levels. Now, uh, it's there's um, we're tracking down some more stories about this stuff, and we've already asked uh, Harry, you know, to come on. You know, we gave him an invitation and PM'd him and all that stuff. It's it's a little quiet on that side of town. 
Yep. And so we're going to go with Perry, because we don't know who the spokesperson is for this, Harry Perry or something. But okay. you would think that they would, you know, folks would want to come on and say, oh, man, we can't believe we got it. We're so yep. thrilled we have it. This is what we're thinking, you know, and away we go, you know. And, and so we'll be, we'll drop everything, man. I mean, ASAP, one of those gentlemen, or both the gentlemen want to come on, you know, I- hey, the mic's theirs. Right, and I'm just wondering if, 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 if they're going to bring back any of those uh, series that were there that, you know, like the uh, the Friday Night Heads Up, all those guys, you know, the 632 guys and the drag radio classes. Oh, you have to. You know what I mean? That yeah. would... Doggone it, boy, that would bring a lot of people back to that track. Here's a big picture with, with this, too, and that's the reason why we've kept saying forever you know whoever gets it you know david p harry and perry um the guys from mx all these other people that had money into the jabby dub craig whatever you know you just say look you know if you could get you can't really learn on the job here you know and if you think you can i give you the head coach of the detroit lions you know (laughs) It, it's a tough gig if you've never ran a racetrack before. It is like no other, yeah. you know. So if you could just get as you know, you whoever had it. I mean, we were campaigning it, and you can back on our videos and everything to have Steve Tomosic, yeah, just be the in between guy to you know to be the GM for a year or whatever to show you the ropes. You know, throw whatever money you can at, at Steve Tomosic, make him your GM. Just for one year, because you're right. That's a lot of moving parts. Mm. Just because you got it. Let's just say, forget about that Harry and Perry got it, and forget about you know the David P's and everybody else. Let's just say Bob Smith bought it or, or, or got it somehow. You know, Bob now has to fix up the place, has to get it back into safe order because of the screw-up that Capulca's lawyers said which threw a whole lot of stuff out of whack, in our opinion. You know, that whole thing about being not safe and we need, you know, how many hundreds of thousands. It's funny enough, and i got to go back through my notes, and we were just talking about that at at press. You know, it was like the lawyer said that they needed like $300,000 or something to fix up the track just to make it safe, and the judge denied them, and that's what started a lot of this stuff out. But then when we were there at at, uh, 38th Circuit, gee, how much did did they owe uh, less? $300,000? (laughs) $335,000? So, okay. Less, not now. (laughs) Is that the folks in Pago? I don't. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, you know who it is? CKIW. <laughs> yeah, good. Answer the phone, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that that really is. He, he's got to clean the place up. He's got to get it to code. He's got to get the the bleachers. I mean, forget about when everybody was talking about getting this November second race in. Because yeah. if you would do that, that means if you liked. Uh, Milan, the way it looked in 2019, you'll love the way it's going to look in 2022 because you can't move. You're you're deadlocked into that special use. Yeah. You know, let it go. Nobody cares. I mean, if you open up the gates the first day next year, 
you're going to have this place flooded with people yep. just because it's like, we're so, you know, it's kind of like the dog that ran away and you finally comes back up at your door. Oh, yep. we'll never let you go again. Oh, we're so sorry. You know, but yeah. All matted and full of thorns and missing an eye and half his ear gone. Does he it, looks the same as when he left. <laughs> doesn't matter. Looks better, matter of fact. And yep. we're going to take him to the dog show next week and compete. <laughs> you know, it, it's like the first year you're going to get everybody back. Just because we're, we're, it shows you, and, and I'm sure that you saw it on your Facebook page too, Todd, you know, that when you are missing a track, a big track in yeah. Michigan, and you don't have the Canadian tracks and the Canadian guys here, Milan was a huge hole this yes. year. And you're right, and exactly for the Heads Up guys, for the radios, for the 632 guys, for the 105 guys, they really had nowhere to go. I mean, where did Carrie Ann Beebe, uh, you know, go this year? Nowhere. A no, few and, places, but... And like you said, you know, they're the, those folks were the ones that were uh, mostly traveling out of state. Yeah, and how much did that ding their budget? Yeah. You know, not like a lot of 635 guys or 105 guys or whatever, drag radio guys, are sponsored by Coca-Cola. No. You know, and or Fago. No. You know, I mean, that, that's, that's a heavy-duty cash outlay, you know, and without Milan being there, and, you know, hopefully, thank God, this year or next year, they'll get paid when they win. Yeah. You know. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> How novel, you know. <laughs> But if you get Steve Tomosik to be your transitionary guy, you know, he knows drag racing. He is a drag racer. He shows, not only has he worked there before, but he shows that he knows how to put on big productions. And again, that impressed the hell out of me when he jammed that place full on a COVID year and everybody was sitting six feet apart from each other. You know, matter of fact, I thought I'd seen seven. But... <laughs> I did. I did. I, I could see it from the booth. They were they were six feet and change. Yeah, well you can if you look through your diet orange Fago bottle, you can see like a micrometer of how many feet away you are from the next yep. person. I'm telling you. It is an amazing thing that and and his if you've never met him before, he's got an incredible demeanor about himself. You know, so it it would almost be again, if I was talking to Bob Open up the checkbook because th if you're going to try to do it by yourself and you've never done this thing before, it could get a little rocky. But there's a lot of other people out there that could run it. But, I mean, for everybody, for a guy that can appeal to the vintage dudes, he could bring in the Detroit Dragway reunion at a flick of a wrist, yep. you know. Plus he knows the 10-5 guys. Plus people know him. Plus they know the Tomosic family. Okay, yeah. You that know, would, that would work perfect. Yeah, so I thought either him or if you want to think outside of the box, William Alexander. Bill Alexander from the Michigan Snowmobile Drag Race. I, I, it's a huge long thing. There's another guy that can throw on a, a heck of a show. Yeah, I mean, talk about communication with this guy is job one. I've We saw him when we were up there because broadcasting from mid-Michigan, they do it on a satellite dish, and it doesn't really work out. We'll give him another shot this year, you know, because yeah. we really do want to do that. But he's got a group that is increasing in size of all things snowmobile races, <laughs> but he has this group. He runs this thing like a clock, yeah, and it gets bigger 
and you don't hear any bad stuff about the guy, you know, Mike loves them over at MidMichigan because they come in, do their thing, leave, and the place is pristine. And the guy communicates with his people like no tomorrow. And so if you can do that on that level, you know, could you be a promoter? And that's our out-of-the-box thinking guy, but he would be a solid choice. And I think he's got the time to take that on. We should, we, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure that he's got a little spare time where he could run another track. Sure. <laughs> Next, he's probably right now. You guys are nuts. Next problem, please. <laughs> we you guys are nuts. <laughs> we didn't say we lived in reality. We just said our thoughts. Yeah, you know? exactly. Our opinions. <laughs> That's just our opinion. That's right. Here, run the disclaimer, Al. You know, it's like, yeah. No, but that's that's exactly what we thought. So if Milan's going to come up and go, the first year with Milan is going to be kind of like when a new mall opens, everybody runs into it, you know, yep. and then they kind of go back to their favorite stores and whatnot. But it, it would be interesting, and I think that's what everybody has, the big question mark. Are you guys going to keep it the same? Are you going to put some kind of money into the thing? You know, or what's your plans? That's why I, if you can hear our voice, Harry and Perry, Yep. You know how to get a hold of us, man, and and we will seriously move heaven and earth, and we would stop all broadcasting to have you guys on, you know. And you well, even, give me another, it. give me another ten minutes, and then, <laughs> then, geez, with Pete, it's like you're trying to kick me out the door. <laughs> hurry up, yeah. hurry up, call now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the phone five eight six six. Call now. <laughs> You know, what is it, like like an audio dunk tank? If you call, <laughs> then all of a sudden you go in the water or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's what I really think is going to go on. And everybody's really, you know, honestly, this was the summer where you could not go to, to like, the restroom at Macy's without the, mm. what's going on with Marlon? Yeah. You know, it's like, who are you and why are you talking to me? You know? It's, <laughs> it's just, it's a big relief. Yeah, it you is. Know, now that it's over, because everybody, and you know as well as I do, because I heard it too, all these little things in the background, mm. well, Joe Blow's going to get it for, you know, $6 million, and this guy here, he's sneaking in the back door with, you know, it's, and you, you couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't real, and it's just great now that it's done, it's over with, yeah. uh, and we just look forward to next year. Hey, you know, Todd, you're absolutely right. I mean, we've never done so much cloak and dagger and meet people in the back of Hamtramck alleyways and meet people like in churches late at night on a Tuesday, you know, because people wanted to talk and there were credible, you know, folks to talk to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then then you had to get rid of all the, yeah, you're right. Well, you know, we heard that Sophia Loren bought it, Yeah. you know, and that whole thing with... Um, with Coletta's, yeah, you know, and that, I mean, this thing took so many different tracks, you know, I mean, the, all the forks on the road and all the stuff that everything lined up to be, you know, Coletta. They had the money. They just redid the road from Willow Run to over there by Plank Road or wherever, yep. you know, and so it's a 15-minute drive. The guy has still, you know, he's a driver. It's NHRA guy. He knows drag racing. He raced there. You know, I mean, three million bucks. <clears throat> Here, I, yeah. I just found that uh, underneath the couch seat. Exactly. You yeah, know. just sh- shook some change loose, and there we got it. Yeah, and so if there's anybody that could bring this thing up to, 
you know, it's them. Now, here's the bigger picture. You, you want to hear the newest intrigue? Sure. Since it's us? <laughs> On the back porch. <laughs> yeah, nobody else. Li- it's um, <laughs> In order to make that thing into like a national event kind of deal, mm-hmm. you need more property. It doesn't have enough property. So you need as much property as you possibly can get your hands on. One of the things that um, Lawyer Finling found out was there was a little bit of shake and bake with Kapolka's trust, and I'm doing a wink, mm-hmm. you know, that had a little part of the land across the street. Now, what they were trying to do in our we see how that kind of went was that they tried to sell the track and oh by the way here we'll give you the track it's kind of like we'll sell you the car but we didn't tell you that you're not getting the tires right and so this little piece of land would have gone for bukus you know we don't know why it wasn't put in originally and when david finling found this he wasn't a happy feller you know, wow. and so that's why we had to go back to 38th Circuit, and they said, "Oh, by the way, we found this miscommun- miscommunication," and I'm doing the hand, yes, yeah. you know, and it was like, "Oh, that was very diplomatic of you, Mr. Finling," you know. But the big picture is there's land next door. If obviously, since you've been to Milan maybe once or twice, yeah, you know that the land next door with the Zolas. Um, with that fence that's right up against where the Rockies gas station was or whatever that was. Yeah. Yep, you know, yep. there's a lot of property and there's water there. That thing could be easily a slash campground slash more parking slash slash slash. Now, the race is on, dear Mr. Durham. Who bought that property? Because without that property, you're landlocked. You're stuck to where you're at right now. With that property, that that expands you. Yeah. And then not only can you put a campground in there, because London Township will go, campground, sure. You know? But you could also do that for more event parking, Etc. Now, will they give you 300 acres that the mystical 300 acres that the NHRA wants you to have? Huh? It, it's oh. going to get you close. You're not going to get 300, but if you buy that, Mister Land Baron, then you, if you buy that, 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 right. then you win. So now, say Bob Smith bought Mylan, but Al Jones just happened to buy that property next door. How much do you think that property is now worth? A whole bunch of money. Yeah, a whole bunch of money. Or someone says, (laughs) we can wait and see how Milan's going to do in the next couple of years. You know? I I thought Milan was an awful big area to begin with. You know, now that, that BMX track, is that part of the track as well? Did that go too, or is that separate? Twisted MX? Yeah. That the lease is up on that, okay, you know. But the the weird and this is where it kind of gets the stuff that we were dealing with with this was that at one time the gentleman that was there said, "Oh yeah, you know, we have a skin in this game, you know, we're bidding." <laughs> okay, great, and look who my partners are. Okay, great, you know, and we got the number one bid. Okay, great. And then 
at the end of the day, you know, their lease is up. Yep. You know, so now you're right. If they get that, but that area over there, Todd, is like swampland. You know, I mean, it's good. Yeah. You know, but the the gentleman would you know say, look at how much swamp is out here. Look what the drainage is out there. But you're absolutely right, and I think what people miss, Todd, is when you take an aerial view of Milan Dragway. Yeah. There's a lot of space there. Is, there is a lot it of space that wasn't used. A lot of space. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's not the pie shape across the street where they would have like check-in and stuff. I mean, the yeah. actual where the fencing is. That's interesting to us. So now you're right. Now here the, the questions we get all over the time. You know, it's like, are they going to? You know, there's wires that are down. You know, the, are are they going to make the whatever? Capoca thought was three hundred thousand dollars worth of bad news over there, you know. His lawyer, you know, are you going to fix that right away and then wait a year and do something with the track? Are you going to touch the track whatsoever? Because now the track hasn't been raced on for, you know, by the yeah. time it gets ready for next year, that's two winters. Did it hold up? Maybe so. You know, it, it's well, going to be the, interesting. Some of that's got to fix that toilet first. Which one? The, the one up behind the grandstands, up by the staging lanes, that one for the spe- on the spectator side. God, they got to get after that one right away. <laughs> they have to get. They have to do every bathroom right off the bat. Ugh. Right off the bat, and so I, you know, the good thing is they're doing new bathrooms and, and just bringing them up. You know, it'd really be d- disappointing if it just stays looking the way it does. You know, yep. and you just like put in a new faucet or you put in a new tank on the toilet or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, yeah, everyone's going to go, well, we, that's okay that, you know, you got thorns and, and a half an ear and stuff. We still love you, you know. <laughs> but you, well, I mean, you you just drive an hour and a half, two hours to go to the racetrack. And first place you're going to go is is to the bathroom first, then the concession stand. Yeah. Then you're going up to watch the racing. Um, well, like you say that's, that was one of the things that was, was, you know, not top notch was the, the restrooms were, were awful. And I'm quite sure that they're, they're gonna, uh, uh, you know, they're going to look into that right away. Yeah. I mean, that's on the list because even the women's bathroom and as, you know, as a married man, you well know that, you know, there'd be, sometimes it'd be like kind of cool. You'd say, you know, better half, you want to hop in the trailer and let's go and you want to go yeah. see some drags. But it, they're going to go to a place where it's this side of a pit toilet. Maybe a pit toilet may be better. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not going to get them to come back. And it, just the respect for your fans. Yeah. You know, you got to give them like, it's, it'd be 2022. You got to give them flushers. Exactly. You know, Instead of having that little uh, gallon jug up on top of a wall, <laughs> just have gravity feed, you know. <laughs> you saw that too? <laughs> yes. Well, that's something. What yeah. is that up there? Yeah, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez, even if they'd have had, you know, nice Porta Johns lined up over there, it would have been. Yeah, but you can only do Porta Johns. I mean,. You're, you're Milan, for God's sake. You right. you got the history like no tomorrow. You yep. have, you know, if you draw the line, besides Onondaga, you know, how far up, if you're coming in from Ohio, how far up do you got to go to get to a drag strip? Lapeer? Mm-hmm. You know? And now Lapeer's going to be something wild next year, too. If they get past this, in our opinion, 
all this craziness in the courts and stuff, and if it really does go to the Michigan State um, uh, Court, Supreme Court, you know, we're going to have Bill on in a couple of weeks, you know, because we should know something by that time. I'm looking forward to that one. Man, because this guy's got it made. I mean, he still has the plans. You can see he's actually paid off doing what he's doing. And with that tracking, yes, in his sleep, Bill Jennings hears, move the walls over. (laughs) You know, I mean, but that's a million dollars to move the walls. Now, is it worth it to do so? You know, I mean, and the funny thing is when you talk to people about, oh, those walls are too tight, they're too tight. Too tight for who? You know, I mean, you see some stuff that actually rolls down there, but now are you going to become, because all these tracks are now becoming, this year became boutique tracks. I mean, Lapeer was a peso track. You know, Onondaga was a hood TV track. Uh, Mid-Michigan was the uh, Snowmobiler Friends. Yep. You know, Milan, or uh, Milan. Uh, Let's see. I was going to say, well, no, 131. They were kind of like, I think they were trying to get the heads up class, but it's if you come from St. Clair Shores to drive to uh, Martin all the time, that takes a ding in your wallet. That's a long drive, yes. Yeah, it is. And so I don't think that panned out for them. But 131 can put on whatever they want to. You know, I mean, they're they're kind of like the Omnitrack. They take all the, they get the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, so they can handle all that. Yeah, you know? they get the funny car nationals and and all that kind of stuff up there and pack them um, and pack it. Yeah, I mean it really still is the premier track in Michigan so far, you know. But the neat thing about it is every track has at least one, if not more, of their premier races that draw them like no other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You take a look at Northern and you take a look at that that blue oval race that they have. Yep. I yep. mean, it packs them. You know, that packs them up there. Uh, it used to be Mopar versus the world over at Ubley. You know, but Ubley was throwing around money like crazy. $25,000 yeah. payout for a hometown <laughs> track? Are you nuts? Yep. You know, I mean, I don't know how much Fago you sold that year, but you must have had a great year. <laughs> it was a great year, I'm telling you. <laughs> that, I mean, that was surprising to me. And the good thing is now the small town tracks – you know, can get Canada back hopefully next year. I hope so. You know, cause you know, I, I see a lot of those those folks are just chomping at the bit. Yeah, and it's kind of funny too that you know a lot of those cause the small tracks, hometown tracks, they depend on kind of Canada to coming. Even like Northern, they'll even go to Northern and stuff. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll go to any track, but it's. God bless every single one of the track owners in Michigan. And you're right, and I think it was something that, Todd, you were alluding to. It's like all tracks in Michigan, or all tracks everywhere, but especially Michigan, they're like your kids. They're all different, but you like them all. They yeah. all have their different vibe. They all have their different their strengths. And and we could go on and on about every strength they have. Yep. You know, especially from a spectator point. You know, but and they, and, and they all prospered so well this year. Yeah, you know, the ones like other than the ones that weren't open, but I mean, uh, they all had their events. They all raced. They all had good turnouts. Uh, it's I think it's just been other than Milan. It's been a great year for Michigan racetracks. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that Michigan racers has suffered enough. Yeah, you know, I mean, more than than the national average. I mean, having like a COVID year or two. 
you know, mm-hmm. and then who's open, who's not. I, I think Michigan guys in 2022, you should be. And again, if Lapierre opens five days a week, 24-7, just like that person was complaining about. I mean, as much as you know, as being a racer that you are, Todd, you know, as much as you know about this stuff, I don't think that you could race 24-7. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. You want to race at 3 a.m.? Get some of that dew down and... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's one of the spectacular things about Michigan. After a certain point after midnight, you stop. For some reason it doesn't get any safer. <laughs> you know? no. And that's what they should have. They should have more racing at night like that. They had demolition drag racing. They got it in Ohio. You know, they they nor um who does? Uh National Trail. National Trail has that. Demolition really? drag racing, yeah. You start, it's on YouTube, and we were laughing as hell. We thought the guy was pulling our knee, you know? Nope, not at all. Matter of fact, they're doing this thing where they, they're putting up pumpkins on lane one, and you're just going to run like hell, you know, with your car, and blam, smash them all over the place. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot for the spectators, so, but, I mean, maybe that's the newest thing. You know, forget about this, you know, no prep thing. Just go yeah. 3 a.m. on a Michigan Smashing track. pumpkins. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I bring that band back. Yeah, yeah it, it's an amazing thing. It's it's no racer in Michigan can really complain because every track owner is doing what they can to to modify and keep up when they could easily kick back and go, man, that year that was kind of lean. Maybe we should just like you know put money in the reserves. Yeah, you know, I mean, really, it's it's Mike Ledford is the first one out of the box. You know, I mean, I don't know how much more you can do at mid-Michigan to make it better. You know, everything just looks nice. It's well done. Perhaps the best ice cream anywhere on any track. Superman, brother. I mean, it's amazing that that's the hook, you know, and that's okay because Ubbly has the Ubbly dogs, you know, the Ubbly hot dogs that they have up there. You know, it's phenomenal and it's still very cool to see that they have concessions there i know some folks it's trendy to have the food trucks and it's and food trucks work out extremely well yeah you know but there's something about a real concession place but all right so there's your hour son boy that went by (laughs) awful quick it seems to me you just called me like two minutes ago yeah well (laughs) answer your phone yeah (laughs) yeah i know Yeah, I know. I don't know what I'm going to have to look into that. I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to hear this flush when I answer the phone. You know, when he picks it up. <laughs> However, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> it is all right. So looking at 2022, man, what are you looking at? You know? I'm looking at nothing but up. I'm looking at nothing but up. I think you're going to have Onondaga uh, is going to be there going strong. Lapeer, all of them. Mid Michigan, 131 Northern. All their updates. Um, it's it's just going to get better. Yeah. I mean, if you're a drag racer in Michigan, like we said, you've had a couple of bouncy years, man, where, and some people were just selling cars because it's like, when is this ever going to end? But if you hung on and you hung in there, you yep. know, this is going to be, and, and we're not done yet with the improvements. No. You know? Absolutely not. I mean, I'm trying to think how many tracks are still open, Todd? I know. Well, I I believe Lapeer is still open. Um, yeah. I know. 
don't know, is 131 having anything going? I don't know, because I, I, I think there's a lot of people that were brave in the beginning of the year that said, we're going to go to December. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Well, I know, I know mid-Michigan's closed, because I think they're all heading down to Memphis. Yeah. I think Mike and all them guys are going. Um, Northern, they're down because they're pouring all kinds of cement. Did you see that? You yeah. Know, and that's not 25 cents worth no. either. No. Know? And, and that's that always amazes me when people do that, because I know how much it costs to do a driveway. Yeah. You know? And it's like, wow. And then, because somehow, where are they pouring? They're just doing the burnout box, right? You know, I... <laughs> From what it looked to me, it looked like it was longer than that. So I, I don't know. You might want to get a hold of uh, Brian, of uh, Brian, and and yeah. say, "Hey, Brian, what you got going there? It looks pretty cool." <laughs> so, Brian, what? thinking about ripping up your track lately? Yeah, I mean, what what were you thinking, Brian? I mean, it, it, leave season. Take care of the leaves. Don't rip up the track. Yeah, really. Don't pour now. You know? <laughs> It's yeah, and and while you're there, you're just going to keep going. And the guy says, "Hey, look, we still got cement left in the dump here. You want some?" Yeah. yeah. What else you want done while we're here? <laughs> you know who does have, and we got to give kudos to kudos to, is that Onondaga, their electronics was far and away better than I thought they were going to be. Oh, it wasn't a portable tree and all that stuff. <laughs> no, it wasn't like a battery operated one where the guy had a Bluetooth <laughs> button in the tower and no. <laughs> I mean, it actually, it does well, even on top end, you know. There's some, awesome. Oh, yeah, and the cool thing is the the numbers and lettering is green. Oh, really? So it's even better to see. Yeah, because. Easier to see. Yeah, there is some stuff, like, in Milan, depending on the sun, you know, mm-hmm. it's yep. really hard to see who won, who did not, you know. And this green thing, was that was genius move, man. Yeah. Cool. You know, you know, so that's why I think you're going to see a lot of improvements. You're going to see a whole lot more uh, events because now people are kind of damn the torpedoes. You know, we're going to book this and hopefully everything works out for its for the good, you know, because people are dying to get out. Yeah. You know, they've been cooped up way too long. Yeah. Not only that, but they want to go see, you know, the two hottest classes are are the you know, no preps, and the nostalgia, which could not be on both opposite ends of the earth. But yet, <laughs> they both work. It's both an amazing thing. You know, the, the drag radio class and stuff, that they had their day, and they're still extremely popular. Yes. You know, but man, I've never seen fans come out. And I think it was something that you said, too. If without fans, I mean, fans are like easy money. You're going to run that track, that race anyways. If you pack the stands... You know, that's a lot more green in your pocket to make whatever you need to do. And the thing of it is, you'll you'll draw more racers in because that's what the racers thrive on. I mean, don't get me wrong, they love the thrill of racing, but they love putting on a show for people as well. Yeah, and that I would also assume, I don't know there's, well, now that certain folks are gone, you know, I don't know what owner wouldn't say, well, maybe we can up the pot here. Yeah. You know, I mean, not $10,000 worth, but, you know, any green's good green. I mean, it, as much as you know how much it costs just to take out your S10, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's not a 50-cent day when you go racing. No, no, not at all. So, yeah, make it worth their while, you know what I mean? And, and, and they'll all come. Yeah, all right. So now 
where should people be looking for you, my good man? Uh, Drag Racers of Michigan Facebook page. There you go. That's where I'll be. Yeah, it, it's the clearinghouse of anything that comes up fast. Go there. Exactly. I'm always in the background lurking. <laughs> always lurking. Always hitting the tracks, find, trying to get more information, just so everybody out there knows what's going on. Yeah, and because really it's so helpful, you know, and, and especially when you see like those pictures from from Mid Michigan today, it, you can't help but smile. Yes, you know that drag racing is coming back, and it's coming back pretty full tilt in Michigan because people just don't put money into something they think is not going to work. You know, and, and the funny thing is, like I said, you look at just the last, what's happened in the last four years to all these tracks. Almost every one of them has done some type of major upgrade. Yeah, looking at you, Mylon. Yeah, <laughs> you're next. Yeah, no pressure here, son, but I'm sure if you got a couple million bucks ready to rock we got some ideas <laughs> there you go just give us a call <laughs> hit me up on my facebook page we'll more welcome help you <laughs> yeah we will waive our consultant fees <laughs> you know which would normally eaten up that couple of million bucks yeah. anyway, Dad, senior dunham thank you so very much man hang on the line i want to talk to you for a moment or two will do thank you you're quite welcome and right now redbone come get your love here on the home a high performance hits of the 60s and 70s, and the only station that gives a damn about drag racing, CKIW, iRadio 76.